Hello, everyone, and welcome. So I'm your host, Jessica, and today I have a very special guest who's here to talk about her chapter in my new book, Embracing Imperfections, and her name is Miss Anisha Freeman. So before I bring her up, I'm going to the lies that bind. Anisha was employed at Arbor Circle Corporation from 2005 to 2012, where she trained nine MSW therapists in her program methodology. Anisha Freeman provided cognitive restructuring and resocialization program services for drug court and sobriety court clients from December 2003 to th February 2015, The Lies That Bind has continued to be utilized by the 61st District Court programs facilitated by a counselor trained and certified to use the model until he retired in August of 2020. Anisha has also did so many other amazing things like being a part of the Urban Family Ministries, Kent County Juvenile Detention Center, Arbor Circle's Homeless Youth Program, Habitat's Youth Build Program, among some other things, but I'm going to let her kind of talk a little bit about who she is and what she does. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring her up. Hello. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your show, the Jessica Moore Show. Thank you so much. So I know I introduced you and you do so many amazing things that y'all know I can't barely read. <laughs> so can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world? Okay, so my name is Anisha Freeman. I'm a master's level therapist. I'm also a motivational speaker. My specialty is cognitive restructuring, which is just a fancy term, meaning that I help people change their belief system. But my specialty is exposing and challenging dysfunctional unconscious beliefs mm -hmm. that make decisions for people without their conscious awareness. That's my mm -hmm. specialty, helping people improve the quality of their life by helping them understand why they keep doing some of the same self-defeating things over and over again. I love it. And you know, I, I love every time you say master level therapist because- I got a few months before I'll be saying it too. So yes, I'm, this is amazing. I'm excited. So let's go ahead and jump right in because your chapter is very in alignment with what you do from bondage to freedom. What does that mean? So that means that I spent a lot of years, over three decades, bound by tra a trauma-based belief system. So I was raised in a household with some very, some very dysfunctional people. And this is not to character assassinate my family. These mm -hmm. were generational issues that had not been addressed. So my mother had several mental disorders. They didn't get diagnosed till I was an adult. My mm -hmm. babysitter had unnatural affections for children. So I was molested. So for the first 12 years of my life, I literally lived in a torture chamber. So as a mm -hmm. teenager, even as a preteen, I started self-medicating with drugs and alcohol. And over mm -hmm. the years, the addiction became worse. Mm. So from bondage to freedom, it journeys, it talks about my journey 
from being in bondage to this trauma-based belief system that I kept medicating with drugs and alcohol to not only becoming free from mm. the substances, but actually becoming free from the belief system. That was the real freedom. Mm. I, I love that. It, probably because you're a social worker, <laughs> but I just love the fact that what you do is help people with the things that they don't know is going on. Cause I feel like that's a lot of what holds us back and keeps yes. us from embracing our imperfections and owning our story because it's so much going on that we don't know about. It's so great. Cause I feel like everybody should go to school for social work. <laughs> So, but it's like I just really love I love everything that you're doing because I feel like it's so needed and it's one of the things that we don't talk about enough like so my next question for you is who is the intended audience for your chapter so I know the book in its entirety is is targeted towards women and my chapter in particular is for women who have experienced trauma whether that trauma was in their childhood and or in their adulthood. And mm. so the, the chapter will help them understand that there is a way out, that it's not hopeless because people mm -hmm. who have a trauma-based belief system, and many of them are not aware, the same things keep happening to them over and over again. Mm. And they are not aware of the role that their belief system play. And, mm. and so a lot of times they think life is just being totally unfair to them. They were miserable in their childhood. Mm. They were miserable as teenagers. They were miserable as adults. And some of them feel it's hopeless. Like there's no, mm -hmm. no reason to live because there's no meaning or joy. So it's, it's, it's for women who need to understand that, hey, you can become free. Not only can you become free from dysfunctional relationships, from dysfunctional coping mechanisms, you can totally become free from a very degrading internal dialogue. You mm. can become free. Wow. I love it. Wow. You know, I love every time you speak, I, <laughs> every single time. So what is one takeaway that readers can expect from your chapter? They can expect to understand that no matter how bad it looks at any given point mm -hmm. in time in your life, there is hope and that you mm -hmm. can go from surviving to thriving. I love that. I love it. <laughs> so I know you talked a little bit about why this is important to you. Is there any other reason? Like, I guess my question is, why is it important for you to help other people? So it's one thing for you to go through it, but why did you feel like I need to make it my mission to help other people too? Well, I did not choose the industry, the human service industry. The industry chose me. When I first got off drugs, my first degree is in computer applications technology. I didn't mm. even like people back then. I thought I didn't like people. I wanted to work with inanimate objects. Later, after I started healing, I learned it's not that you didn't like people, Anisha. You didn't like how your unaddressed issues were triggered when you were around people. So yeah. as I started healing and feeling comfortable in my own skin, I was like, mm -hmm. hey, I like being around people. 
because I didn't take everybody's facial expressions to mean something negative about me. I stopped being controlled by people's vocal tone. So when I started initially contracting with the court system, I was just doing a once a week psychoeducational group for the women who were mandated to come talk to me. And I started testing some of the cognitive restructuring tools that I was using on myself. I created those tools to fix Anisha. I didn't create them to help anybody. I accidentally created a program. I was trying to fix, <laughs> I was trying to fix Anisha. So one day I did a skit with these women and I'm crying. I didn't even have any, I didn't have any credentials. I really didn't know what I was doing. I was a novice, Jessica. I did a skit wow. with these women using these tools and I, I didn't even have a way to end the group. But something inside of me told me, ask them a particular question. So I asked the group a question and one of the young ladies ran up to the front of the room. She was crying. I was crying. She looked me in my eyes and she answered that question. And that's the day I discovered what my purpose in life was. Mark yeah. Twain says the two most important days in your yeah. life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. That's the day I discovered that I am the a locksmith. I am created to make keys mm. for locks in the mind. I love it. Wow. So I know you were already an author. So, and most of the people who watch my show are people who are aspiring to be authors. So I'm going to ask you a two-part question. The okay. first part is, taking yourself back to when you first became an author, what did you learn about yourself? But then, two, you were one of the people that had to quickly put this chapter together in like <laughs> a week, maybe 10 days. So how did that feel? So I want to know about your journey, but then also with doing probably the quickest book you'll ever do. <laughs> well, experience. well, becoming an author to me, it, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was. Mm. Be based on my belief system, even though I was healing from my belief system, I still had some residue of the old mm. belief system that told me I wasn't entitled to the same rights, opportunities, and privileges as others. So I would mm. see other people write books and do all sorts of things. But I was like, well, I'll go buy a book, but I can't. Mm. I didn't think I could become an author. And what I found about myself is that I can do anything I put my mind to. Mm. I have to challenge the beliefs those dysfunctional unconscious beliefs that tell me I'm not eligible for the learning curve when I try something new. And wow. so becoming an author, I discovered, hey, you're, you can be a novice. You can get mm -hmm. a mentor. You can go to a workshop. You can go to a training. You don't have to figure everything out by yourself. Mm -hmm. You can be a novice and learn how to do whatever you want to do, including becoming an author. So it. with regards to putting the book together quickly, my chapter together for your book, well, I've been writing and writing for years. So, mm -hmm. and it's my story. So it wasn't like I had to think. I was like, what should I? No, I just, it just, <laughs> it just flowed. It also helps that I have a degree in computer applications technology and I type a hundred words per minute. So that may have helped also. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And you barely had any typos or anything yet. So when you, you for real, she the real deal, y'all. So what is next for you? Well, I actually going to be releasing volume two of my book, What's Really Going On. And so I, I'm thinking about doing some things 
similar to what you're doing. You're really an inspiration to me, Jessica. I know you say I'm an inspiration to yes, you. Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, iron shoppers, iron. You are an inspiration to me. And I Thank am going you. to do a book similar to, to using the structure you use. But for women who've been through my program, who want to share their stories based mm -hmm. on going through my program and learning about their trauma-based belief system. I love it. So what's really going on by Miss Anisha Freeman? Volume Anisha, two. Volume by, oh, two. Let me this is volume two. <laughs> so let me put that in there too. Because volume two has been out for years. <laughs> oh no. All right. So there we go. Volume two by Miss Anisha Freeman. Make sure y'all get that. And so uh, before we wrap up, I just want to ask you, what are your top three secrets to success in life? or in business? One is to believe in yourself. That's number one. And I know you, we hear that it almost sounds like a cliche, but mm. it is not. It is so important that you believe in yourself because you will have a lot of doubters, a lot of adversity, a lot of opposition, and a lot of no's, mm. a lot of no's. And you have to believe in yourself <laughs> and keep pushing through. Yes. And another key for me is to collaborate with people who are going in the direction that I'm going on, people who have already been there, who can mentor me, because a lot of people stay stuck because they try to figure everything out by themselves. Yes, And they can stay stuck for years when they can get a mentor who can reduce the, the time that they have to spend in the learning curve. Yes. And finally, to let go of relationships that are dysfunctional or mm. that no longer serve you mm. because a lot of people are in your life for a season. And when yes. their season is up, you have to release them because if you don't, the relationship becomes toxic and it will hold you back. Whether you're talking about a relationship in your personal life or mm. in your professional life. I love that. So in wrapping up, how can listeners stay connected with you? Well, they can they can contact me via my website, AnishaConsulting.com. That's one website. I have two websites, AnishaConsulting.com. And I also, as a motivational speaker, I have a website, AnishaSpeaks.com. And there's a contact page and people can contact me and either on either website via the contact page. All right. So I got, go ahead. If you're watching this, take a screenshot. Here is the other website. Take a screenshot of that one too. That is how you can stay connected with Miss Anisha Freeman. Y'all, I'm one of her biggest fans. <laughs> you know, I'm so inspired by you. I'm ready to walk across that stage. So I want to <laughs> just say thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to be here. And did you have any last words you want to say before we wrap up and conclude your interview? Just, just don't give up. I love it. Don't give up. I don't care how frustrated you get. I don't care how tired you get tired. Take a nap, but just don't <laughs> give up. Do I love not give up. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you all for watching and I will see you all in the next video. Bye. Uh -huh. Hey everyone. This is Jess again. And real quick, have you heard of my own your story challenge where I help you break your silence and own your story so that you can begin to stand on your story and not in your story. You definitely don't want to miss out on this. So go ahead and head over to ownyourstorychallenge.com so that you can get plugged into the community 
get all your resources and begin to truly step into your calling.